Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Fattis, alongside two other Short Track Guys in the house with me. As always, Driver the 07, CantCliffFishing.com, sportsman here locally at Five Flags Speedway, and 2021 sportsman champion Jim Pokrant, Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally here at Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola, Florida. What's, what's up? up? Yeah, what's <laughs> up, guys? Greetings to you, and let's start this off with a, since this is our Christmas edition, I wish everybody a happy, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry a Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry, not that happy stuff. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas and let's go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've, we've been uh, doing this since April. Uh, we got started, and it's been uh, a schedule for our uh, agenda here, um, and we did get started in April, and we've had a blast every week. And, um, Ooh, yeah. It's it's really uh, coming down to the end uh, with Christmas uh, this this weekend, uh, and then we're going to go into the new year, uh, you know, full throttle basically. And uh, we appreciate all your support, and we do wish you a merry Christmas. And guys, it's been such a pleasure just to kind of get off of uh, our our really our regiment, you know, our right. schedule and itinerary. We just kind of hang out tonight and uh, do the Christmas thing and. And just you know, wish everybody a happy Christmas and and a new year. But um, yeah, it this is fun, very fun. <laughs> oh, it. I've I've enjoyed doing this, man. We we've had a blast, and we're going to keep doing it. But um, I'm just going to say that this racing season's been probably the best season I've ever had. Um, getting to do this has been a really awesome year. This year's flown by. I can't believe it's Christmas already. I mean, you know, <laughs> I thought it was Christmas in April when I got to do this because I get to talk about what I love, which is stock car racing. And, uh, I've had best finishes I've ever had in a season. Five times second place. We finished third three other times. We've, uh, won a race. Um, Snowball Derby, we got wrecked. Sorry, dude, if you are listening to video shows that you wrecked me, I did not wreck you. Um, got to watch Bubba Pollard win a race this year, which was a, which was a cool thing. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, I enjoy doing this with you guys. And uh, I just want to keep continue on next year, man. We're going to build a new car. I've got a new frame already started. Got a cage cut off. We're going to have a new car beginning of next year. And uh, we're going to go for 2022 track champion. There yeah. you go. Man, Ted, uh, what what are your plans coming up for this uh, next year? The uh, pretty much the same thing. Going to be doing the in cars and the on the tower stuff, and just having a good time watching what's going on on the track. Having and sponsoring the zero seven well that fishing sportsman Ted Baber, <laughs> yeah, video production, uh, uh, Emerald Coast remodeling and trim, all pools, pool liners, Chevrolet Monte Carlo. Maybe. Right. Tech Master and everybody else that helped me this year. Yeah, and I, I do want to shout out that uh, there is no eggnog involved in this episode. I promise you that. No, we don't have any eggnog whatsoever. <laughs> you know, but eggnog is the bomb, dude. You don't need alcohol and eggnog. You just need eggnog, period. <laughs> yeah, the barber's thick kind of kind of just oozes out of the container because it's so thick and gooey and yummy. Oh yeah, and some and some little Debbie oatmeal cream pies go perfect with it. Just dunk them in there and yeah, um, yeah we've got them. We, we have we have the tree up. Up. we've got lights on it we've got presents <laughs> underneath yep. and no eggnog whatsoever to be seen no <sighs> the only presents i need are race car parts fellas because my car's destroyed and mm. i gotta spend some money <laughs> now the eggnog the sugary nuts up would send me into a coma anyway so yeah no <laughs> so i mean speaking speaking of that sportsman progress now going into 2022 
Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna you gonna try to stay with the same scheme? Uh, I know that short track guys podcast logo is going to be back on the right quarter. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it's going to be on the car. Yeah. And uh, but you're going to stay with that 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 paint scheme and kind of are you going to change up anything as far as the body work goes or well what's, it depends. what's up with that? I had a uh, a good friend of mine, Mike Gorham, said he would pay for a wrap to wrap the car. If we wrap the car, I'm going with a Western Auto Daryl Waltrip paint scheme theme because that was when I first started uh, my first year at Five Flags. We changed the paint scheme of my car to that. And I won my first race with that paint scheme, the Western Auto Chevrolet. Um, that's what I'd like to do. But if not, it can go back flat black with a Punisher symbol on the side. As a matter of fact, <laughs> if the little jack leg did wreck me into Derby, they've been threatening they're going to tear my car up. I just might as well go back to the Punisher symbol. And if, I mean, you know, it, it just I have to touch on that just for a second because I'm going to tell you something. I've been doing this for 28 years. If I was going to wreck you, you would have been sitting in the infield with your junk tore up and I'd have finished the race. I'm not going to destroy my stuff to destroy yours. I'm sorry. It's just not the way it works. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, I think it was Land, wasn't it Landon Castle that got into it with Danica Patrick and she spun him out and then she hit the wall and destroyed her car and he <laughs> fired his up and went, somebody ought to teach her how to wreck somebody without tearing her car up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, important. You know, you need to know these things when you're going into a race. Yeah. I mean, dang, but. You know, I mean, it's been a great year, man. It really has oh, been yeah. been one of the best seasons I've ever had in a race car. The last two have been phenomenal. Yep. You know, I, I joked that I should have been champion last year. I should have. But, man. you know, even even one of the track officials said that. But no big deal, you know. I mean, it's we got one. I finally get a purple jacket, and I get all the accolades that go with it. And January the 8th January is our awards banquet. That's it. And I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to accept it. And... uh I'm going to bring me a, a long piece of paper and just go. Yeah. <laughs> Hope y'all got a few minutes because I got some people to talk about. Well, we, we should expect you uh, down the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade yeah, next year. Probably. With the oh, strings and everything. Awesome. Wouldn't, and, wouldn't that be cool? And the big Jim Pokrant balloon coming down <laughs> with the cape. You know? <laughs> with that, big that fat be... redneck flying through there. <laughs> yep. But uh, we may be in the uh, Mardi Gras Parade for Milton. I don't know if the car is going to make it, but. Um, in February, we did it last year as a crew of left turns, and I think it'd be cool to have a Short Track Guys podcast sticker and you guys riding on the float with us <laughs> and just have a good time, man. We'll, we'll, we'll enjoy a, a Mardi Gras parade. That yeah. would be fun. It's yeah. a bon That's it. <laughs> a Short Track Guys podcast fun time outside of the studio That's for right. a change. Yeah. We, could, we could do yeah. a live deal from it. Uh, you know, uh, Bubba Bechtel, T. Bubba Bechtel was the judge last year. Oh, <laughs> we weren't we weren't fancy enough, but he got a kick out of it because I told him we were the 2020 legal champions at Five Flag Speedway, and he announced it that just like that. Yeah, I walked six miles carrying a skunk, so I was tired. Or no, it was about it was about three and a half miles. I gave it six, but felt like six. Right? It felt like six. By the time we walked all the way down and then got to the end of the parade route, I was like. Move! I got on the tailgate. I'm riding the rest of the way to hell with this mess. Are oh, you saying you don't walk much? Uh, well, when you walk that far with a 16 pound skunk on your shoulder, it's kind of, you know, 16 pounds. That's how much Daisy weighs. The wow. big brown one I got, she weighs, probably weighs more than that now. All they do is eat, sleep and poop. Man, good Lord. I got three of them. Big old wow. 12 sandwich eating big job of the skunk over there. Well, I mean, weighing that much, if you need any weight in the car, then you can put one of them in there and. 
maybe way down the left side or right side actually in your case but you know but they're a lot of fun they're fun to take places you just your reaction of people when you're walking down there with a skunk on your shoulder like like tony stewart yeah tony oh that was that was funny he looks up like whoa (laughs) that's different i'm like yeah how's it going but it's a lady at the time that wasn't the same one he's married to now, but she had to hold her. And I got a, there's a picture somewhere of him looking over his shoulder at her, like, don't get any ideas. <laughs> you ain't getting a skunk. Oh. So, well, okay. It went that direction. It went that direction. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did. He okay. probably, they probably got on the plane. He went, uh uh uh, uh don't you even? Yeah. Well, I, I said the same thing. Don't be bringing that damn wild animal in our house. That was a dumb thing to say because, you know, women, they're going to do what they want to do. And she did and brought her home. So. And you're going to like it. Yeah. And I did, actually. It was kind of cool having to sit there watching TV with a skunk on your shoulder eating ice cream with her. So <laughs> a lot of fun. But yeah, we're off the rails. But back to racing. But, yeah. you know, it, it's 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 my sport. I love it. And I never uh, wouldn't know you guys if I wasn't involved in that. Wouldn't know my best friend Martin, my buddy Dale. I met all these people because of racing. So uh, uh, my life has revolved around it, and I'm not giving up ne- end of next year. I'm just going to semi-retire. And I still, I want to go run Nashville. I want to like maybe go to Winchester and run that CRA race just just to do it. I mean, the, everybody gets to race. So if I show up, I'm going to get to race. I mean, dang! Why wouldn't I want to go do that? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. Not really right now, but I mean, this um, you know this Christmas break uh, conversation we're gonna have is not really a, an itinerary episode that we've got going on. We just um, we you know the sportsman progress going into twenty twenty two and just kind of you know blowing some smoke really out of our mouths and just kind of chit-chatting about racing and uh you know some progress and getting ready for next year but um speaking of winchester we've got uh another surprise we did uh, last episode the top drivers that we had uh right. counted yeah. down as far as the short track guys podcast went and i think that went well we had yeah, some notables and we had the top five and i think it's just um but this time we're gonna have um the top 10 I think five would be notable, but uh, we're going to have the top five short track races that are available that uh, we cover and that we've been a, a, a part of. Right. And so this is uh, kind of out of schedule. Um, we're just kind of shooting the, the breeze, uh, short track guys podcast, talking about racing in and out and uh, just kind of hanging out and uh, just it's Christmas time. Yep. Yeah, time to have a little fun. <laughs> yeah. Merry freaking Christmas. Well, I mean, you know, in in the type of we need to figure out what the best short track race in America is. And you know what I'm gonna vote for, hands oh, down. Yeah. Snowball Derby, no matter what you say or you can't convince me. Otherwise I love every I love every short track stock car race, the Rattler, um, the Oxford two fifty and and the, all mm. these big races. Winchester. Winchester and <laughs> In in California and Wisconsin and everywhere, but where do all those guys come in December? Exactly, <laughs> they come to Pensacola, Florida, to Five Flag Speedway to try to make the Snowball Derby. I mean, the last chance race this year was full of big name drivers. Yep, full of truck winners, full of uh, guys that shouldn't be there. All right, you know. Um, as a matter of fact, I was listening to Door Bumper Clear. They did their ending episode. And uh, his spotter, which is Daryl Wallace Jr.'s spotter, but he said that they're, he's going to name the uh, last chance race snowball the Derby the Derek Krause Memorial. 
150 <laughs> or Derek Krause race because he said he's always in the last chance race. <laughs> he always has to race his way in. I said, well, maybe learn to be a better qualifier. I don't know. But, or become better friends with Derek Thorne. Yeah, that would be a good that, thing. That would help. I, I but mean, I, don't think Derek Thorne, I don't think Derek Thorne would give you any secrets. <laughs> no, probably not. As bad as he is a five-flex speedway. <laughs> I don't really know if there are really any secrets to that 43 car. I, I just think these guys... He's figured uh, something just out. quick to figure it out, you know, and they, they've had the numbers and yeah, there's some changes from here because of the temperatures, you know, you know, you got in Florida, I mean, 15 minutes, you don't like the weather, just wait a little bit, it'll change. <laughs> That's just the way we've become accustomed to it. But uh, I think these guys have come over, um, they've not just run here in Pensacola, they've been to Nashville, they've, you know, they've run across the country. And they've been dominant out there in the West Coast. On the West Coast, uh, he has, but yeah. I but I think they figured this, this place out. And um, I don't think there are really any secrets. You know, we can go back to Steve Butcher. Oh, man. You know, uh, a wheel man from the dirt. And then, uh, you know, we yeah. go back episodes ago when his first year in the sportsman class, he was really, and no offense, Steve, but he was not good. And I, I would I knew venture he would that he would, it would agree with that. But the next year, he put it together. And figured it out, and he Whooped never looked back. Oh yeah, five or six seasons <laughs> so, consistently. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I think the forty-three team from California and Bakersfield, Derek Thorne and his group with uh, that Pepper Jack Kennels, uh, you know, group has has come over and they they've really figured it out. And True. They're, they're the ones when they come over here, they're the ones you got to look out for. Yeah, but 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 driving a street stock ain't driving no late model. Those cars having infinite adjustments. And you have to be totally precise. With a street stock, you can get it close, and the driver can make up the difference. On one of those, oh, no, no, no. You have to have it right. And that man has figured something out here. Because, I mean, you don't lead 287 laps of a snowball derby. Nobody has ever done that. And 100 laps of the snowflake. Yeah, and and led (laughs) the entire snowflake from flag to flag. I mean, he did. He led a bunch the year before in the snowflake. I remember, and he broke. Yeah. I mean, then it then Nassie dumped our boy Pollard, and then it got kind of ugly after that. But you know, Derek Thorne is just—I mean, I'm telling you, you—you you, he has figured something out. And yeah. if they repave that track, he's going to have to figure it out again. Yeah. Last year, as too. is everybody else too. Oh yeah, you know, so yeah. they'll all be on the same or a different page. But <laughs> you know, he'll still be ahead of the curve, though. I think. Yeah, yeah, I hate to see that old place get paved. I like the old girl the way she is. She's got personality. You pave her, you take away her personality, and it takes about four or five years for it to start coming back. Because right. Mobile was like that. Mobile, had, You couldn't spin a car out in Mobile. I tried one night. I was running like fourth place. Leaders are way ahead of me. Nobody's behind me. I'm running in the corner pitching the car. And Dave Redden going, what are you doing? I said, playing. He said, knock it off. Yeah. I said, I can't spin it. I'm trying. And he's like, quit. Before you wreck yourself, I'm like, dude, I'm running this thing hard as I can go, turning the car sideways and just gassing it up, and it's just digging coming off. So, but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my vote snowball derby no matter what. So, you know, it is what it is. There have been uh, so many fantastic finishes there that you, oh god, time after time. Oh yeah, Ekus and um, John Hunter Nemechek by inches. Yep. I mean, Derek Thorne getting moved out of the way. It was kind of exciting. Twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, um, you know, uh, DJ Vanderley and uh, Chase Elliott Chase beating Elliott, and yep. banging coming to the checkered. I mean, they were <laughs> off a of turn four side by side. DJ leads 
four of the five laps, and he just didn't lead the most important one, the very yeah, last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My first feature, I led one lap. I led the very last lap. So, you know, <laughs> hey, that's the one that counts where the money is. It doesn't pay to pay to lead that first lap, and people get stupid. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, there's been some of the best finishes. I've seen some good racing at other tracks, not saying there's not, but as far as side-by-side beating and banging to the finish. Johanna Long, Landon Castle. That's yep, another yep. good one. <laughs> That was funny. She turned him and he come to the front stretch. Everybody's like, ah, he was going to, he just went over and congratulated. He said, Hey, I've done the same. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, he couldn't go anywhere. He had no tires. I mean, he's on a hundred lap old tires. He's on new skin. He's what he thinks going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And if you watch it, he didn't, he didn't really, she didn't really dump him. He, she just got on the throttle and he couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. It was just like, oops. Yeah. It wasn't intentional. No. I mean, it was, if that was a racing deal and, right. and Landon knew it, yeah. you know, and it was in his interview. So, uh, that, and you know, that was, that was just, historic obviously Absolutely. it was a great race too and we we talk about snowball derbies uh, i mean pretty much throughout when we got started yep, and right. it, it it all really boils down to now I, I we talked about this before we got started that we're going to be a little biased because we are located here within 15 minutes of the racetrack yeah, and we've been to so. snowball derbies year after year after year but there are other big uh, races out there that we've covered that we're going to throw in the mix. And <laughs> if it happens to be the snowball derby at the end, being number one with Derek Thorne, uh, as, as the top driver in our mind, as far as the short track guys podcast goes in 2021, so be it. But there are going to be, there's 10 of them that we've got on the list right. and I'm going to throw them out randomly and we'll talk about each one of them. And then we'll come and instead of doing five, four, three, two, one, we'll just, Take all of those, and then we'll all just say, "This is this is the one." If it's a snowball derby, it is. If it's not, it's not. It is. So snowball derby. Yeah, <laughs> snowball derby. Snowball derby. I'm gonna put out the Red Bud 400 at Anderson, Indiana. Yeah. Didn't Hosovar win that one this year? I think so. It's a big race. It's it's it's, it's a, a huge race. race. Yeah. Beautiful racetrack too, by the way. Yep, and we can go through regions. You know, the Arca Midwest tour up in Wisconsin, Indiana, uh, then in the Northeast and down here, and then out in California. There are there are huge late model races and our short track races, basically. And but just the Red Bud Four Hundred is a big one at Anderson, at, Indiana. Just, yeah. At Anderson, Indiana. Uh, let's see uh, the Slinger Nationals. Yeah, little quarter mile. Little bad, fastest Boring. little quarter mile in America. Yeah. yeah, it is a and a lot of big names have won that race. I yeah. mean, you're talking Dick Trickle and Alan Kowicki and um, uh, the racist uh, Matt Kenseth won it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you, you you that's that's a race that a lot of big name guys. Seneca, all those guys used to run. Mike Eddy, um, you know, so it, it's one of the big ones. I'm not gonna say it ain't. That's a quarter mile little. Teeny lean little boat ring, and boy, they they get around that place fast. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the All American Four Hundred in Nashville, Nashville, the fairgrounds. Yep, gotta like the fairgrounds. I, I hope that big time racing comes back to there. And I, you know, I mean, my hero, he was track champion there several times and won his first Cup race at that place. So I want to run a CRA race there just because I can drive around a racetrack that the iconic Darrell Waltrip did, like Five Flags, you know, because. He did win the Snowball Derby. Yeah, that's that's another great race. It used to be the North-South race. Everybody had, the South guys had Confederate flags and a big S on the side of their car, and, and they quit doing that because it's politically incorrect. But, but it's still a great race every year. It comes down to a good finish. I mean, this year, the, the two uh, Wilson cars were battling for the lead for quite a while. That was a great show, and then Matt Craig ended up winning it. Mm-hmm. 
Good show. Yeah. Then we got uh, the Winchester 400 at Winchester in Indiana. Another another Indiana big race. Um, there's Classic quite high a bank. few of them in that area. Yep. Classic high bank short track that uh, they put on a good show. Been going there forever. Mark Martin's won that race. Um, it's another one that's Seneca, Mike Eddy, um, uh, Alan Kowicki, Nick Trickle. All those guys used to show up and run, so... Yeah, and we got to come back to uh, Florida and go to New Smyrna and uh, talk about the Governor's Cup. I mean, there's a lot of big names behind that. One we know of uh, is no longer with us, uh, David Rogers. And yep. uh, it's, a, it's a big racing, big event to go down there and win the Governor's Cup, too, in New Smyrna. Bubba Pollard's got a Governor's Cup. Yeah. Did Gary Ballou. Yeah. Uh, the Andersons. Dick and Wayne both, I think, have a Governor's Cup. I mean, that's pretty awesome. That's that's another great little racetrack that I'd – another one I'd like to run at at least once. Yeah. Bucket list track. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I, we talked about this about, I don't know, six or seven episodes ago. It's just become a barrel list, you know. And yeah. now it's, it's just like a dumpster list now <laughs> because yeah. there are so many races out there to get to because all these guys are – I think it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I want to semi-retire after next year, because I'd like to go race every once in a while. And then if there's going to be a race like that, why not get a hotel room and jump pile in the car and haul ass? I mean, right. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt a thing for us to go up there and go to a race like that and enjoy it. I mean, I want to go to Eldora. I, I, want, to, mm. I want to go to that and try to get yeah. in on that. That eighty thousand uh, dollar fifty fifty they had, you know, some of that money, right? And it's just just not asphalt too. We're talking about Eldora and dirt, uh, the World One Hundred, the Bristol uh, Dirt Race, yeah. Bristol oh, yeah. on dirt. Uh, they're getting ready here uh, in about three weeks for uh, the Chili Bowl Nationals uh, in the complex. They're they're laying down the clay now, and they're getting the track ready. I think today was uh, day four of them bringing the clay in and getting everything ready indoors. And uh, you'll see Christopher Bell, most likely Kyle Larson, uh, Rico Abreu, and all these guys that are in that that midget stuff that that goes inside the complex. And, man, you want to talk about a race. Oh, yeah. That's incredible. Definitely would be fun to watch. Yeah. So we're throwing all those in the mix, you know. And we got uh, the Jim Sauter Classic up there again in the Arkham Midwest region you know in wisconsin and you know we one of our becoming heroes uh rich bickle uh, wins that and uh the joe shear classic yeah i mean you know his farewell farewell tour farewell yeah yeah, farewell tour uh in the number 45 uh won uh, several other features this year but what was cool about the joe shear races he drove number 36 in the race yeah. In memory of Joe Shear. Yeah. It was, was another guy that I forget from the Midwest that was another bad-to-the-bone race car driver. Guys like him, Gary St. Amont. I mean, yeah. you, you, Butch Miller. I mean, who who could forget the number 52 Lane Automotive <laughs> uh, stock car that won the Snowball Derby twice, I think. I, mean, I think he is a two-time winner, maybe. But Butch Miller was another one. I mean, yeah. you, you, the Midwest was just Ripe with full talent. of talent. And same thing with South Florida. Baloo, the Allisons, um, yeah. that's where Red Farmer originally came from. Um, the Andersons, all those guys came from yeah. South Florida. Dick Anderson, Wayne Anderson. I mean, George Gorham Jr., Jesse Dutilly, Michael Atwell, Michael House. I mean, we, we go on and on about these guys. And I just it's just an all-star list of names that 
Sure. Or, Pensacola, Florida. Wayne Dudekin Sr. and Jr. Yes. Wayne Jr. Dudekin is in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. If you go up there and look in the Grand American section, his name is in there. Uh, Dave Mater III. Um, God. Um, Eddie Mercer. Scott Carlson. Freddie Fryer. Um, uh, Ronnie Sanders. Uh, Jerry Lolly. Yeah. I mean, all those guys were feature winners and Grand American champions from this area. I mean... I mean, you remember they used to run on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They'd run Friday night here, Saturday night in Mobile or Jackson, Mississippi, and then sometimes they'd go to Panama City and run that little half-mile track on the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, short track racing is not what it used to be. I mean, you guys used to do this stuff and for a living, you know, but now it's it's late models are step up or you got to have lots of money behind you to keep doing it. Right. But and still, gonna, and we we really only have two left, and uh, I'm gonna pretty much throw this one in the Oxford 250. Hell yeah, yes. <laughs> Oxford 250 up in Maine, one um, of the baddest short track races yep. in America for sure. It, it's it's bad number boys two. went up there, won it a couple of years ago, a few Bubba years Pollard, ago. Yep, sure yep. did. Bubba Pollard. But in the 70s and 80s, it was the Allisons, the Waltrips, the Earnharts. All them went up there and ran that race. Yeah. They'd take a, an old Bushcraft National car and go up there. But you had guys from up there like Robbie Crouch and uh, who's the guy that won it this year, the 13 car? Um, Cassius Clark. Cassius Clark. Or but Johnny I mean, Clark. Johnny Clark. But you had the Johnny little, Clark. You had, yeah. you had Randy LaJoy. You come from up there. You used to run the Oxford race. Mm-hmm. I mean, all these guys, man. And, and it was, it was, I used to read it in Stock Race Magazine. There was like 25 heat races. And then, it, then if you didn't make that, you had to run a C main. And if you won a C main, you could run the B main, and you might make the A feature. Right. I mean, it would be they course would be four or five wide at that little track. I mean, it was very interesting racing. But I, I'd say the Oxford two fifty be number two. I think Snowball Derby's number one. Oxford Oxford two fifty number two. Nashville number three. And then we'll let the uh, Wisconsin boys have the rest of the top five. <laughs> yeah, Slinger Nashville's got to be yeah. in the top oh, five. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then probably Winchester. Yeah, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, or the All American. All American Winchester probably five tie. Yeah, uh, but Slinger Nash is four. Um, yeah, but I mean we we got to we got to boil down to it, and we we talked about this when we started. We're going to be a little biased because we are in the area, fifteen yeah. miles to the racetrack. Uh, the Snowball Derby. We've been <laughs> we've been involved with it for so long. Uh, we've seen so many uh historic events and and drivers come through here that end up you know racing on the weekend uh, to me i guess you know i gotta give it it, it is the snowball uh, derby oh yeah that's, that's unanimous everybody to vote <laughs> yeah well, I, i've been going to that race since i was nine years old so that makes me 42 years i've been going to the snowball derby mm. <laughs> you bled 1979 i saw i thought it was 80 but I was wrong. I looked at my ticket. It was 1979. Right. Uh, Freddie Fryer won it. I mean, the names of those guys, man. And, yeah. and when you were a kid sitting in those grandstands and, you know, um, Skip Manning, who was Winston Cup Rookie of the Year in the 80s, used to run uh, Five Flag Speedway. I don't know whatever happened to him. So much history. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, there. I mean, look at the guys who've won the Snowball Derby. Pete Hamilton. Who's won a Daytona 500? Daryl Waltrip won a Daytona 500, and you got guys like Augie Grill and Rich Bickle, who's a Cup almost was almost a Cup a truck champion, and um, has won a bunch of races in different series. You know, I mean, those guys used to come down here. I mean, Dick Trickle and Bob Seneker and Gary Saint Amand, who won it twice. You know, you you just can't 
dispel any of those guys. And like I said, we're not putting down any other short track race in this country. No way whatsoever. Right. No. I mean, no, no disrespect to the Redbud 400 or Winchester or the Oxford 250, but to us, from the finishes we've seen in the years we've been out there, the Snowball Derby has been the best of the best, and it's the last race of the year, basically. Everybody comes and tries to win it, and look how many drivers have won it and gone on to cup careers. Right. right. And, you know, Eric Jones, uh, Kyle Busch has won it. Of course, he was already in cup when he won it, but – yeah. Christian Eckes. Christian Eckes. Yeah. John Hunter Nemechek. John Hunter Nemechek. And, um, Chase Elliott. Chase, yeah. yeah. Chase the cup champion. Yeah. That's another cup champion. I mean, look at that. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah. It you know? is. It, um, I mean, well, hands down. I mean, and like you said, no disrespect to all those other races, mm. but they are at different times of the year. And I guess the Snowball Derby you could put uh, as an advantage because everything else is over. Uh, a lot of the championships have been decided, and yep. um, if you have uh, the funding and you have the availability uh, to make your way here, uh, and you file an entry, um, they they're pretty much here testing. And it, I think, some of them were here for maybe two weeks, probably a week and a half at least, um, testing, and then they they would stay and and not go back, and and uh, so they made uh, you know kind of a vacation with it. There's also some seriousness to try to get into it because it's that big. It's a working vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, St. Amant said he used to love to come there because he was tired of the cold winters up north. He would love it. He'd come down and stay at the beach with his family. Crude work on the car. He'd he'd hang out with his family, and he stayed for a week after the derby. Right. So this was kind of – it was a vacation for him. But, I mean, mean, like I said, it's prestigious. Every short track big race is prestigious. I mean, Oxford 250 is humongous. The, the All American Four Hundred is humongous. The the Red Bud Four Hundred. All these races are great. Yeah. But we're like I said, you're you're right. We're biased because we live here. Right. And we've been like I said, I've been going to this race for forty two years, and man, some of the stuff I've seen over the years, and just how much I love the sport in general. But man, snowball derby time, we all get excited. I'm I wadded my stuff up, and I'm ready for the snowball derby again. Right. <laughs> And we you know? can't we can't forget, and we don't want to neglect out there in the West Coast with Derek Thorne and all the guys up there oh, at no. the Spears Tour. Uh, you know the winter was it winter showdown, and then the summer shootout. Yep, the big money races out there on the West Coast. Uh, those guys, uh, you know, maybe not have the funding to get here or even run through some of the other series up in the Northeast, but. They have uh, just as good uh, super late model and pro they late do. model races out there than we do here. We just we don't see enough of it, um, except for like Jesse Love, Jeremy Doss, Derek Thorne, those type of guys that that really have that opportunity to get here uh, to to perform. Well, and you know who won out there in California two years in a row? <laughs> Got his fender right there, baby. He won that race two years in a row, Bubba Pollard. Yeah. I mean, drove out there and spanked them. Then he went to Canada and won King of the Pros, paid fifty thousand hmm. dollars. You know, he's won the Oxford two fifty. I mean, the man's, you know, he's our boy. Yeah, we, we're not going to deny that we're all Bubba Pollard fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he he only did, you know, win one race this year. Happened to be our local. Uh, I think it was the Blizzard early race. early yeah. race of the doubleheader um, yep. back in the summer, and probably um, would have done very well in the second if something. Yeah, he was in the top. He was in the top six when the right front. I think control arm or something broke, but I tell you what, he started seventeenth. It wasn't like he started up front and drove away, and he had to pass. 
Chandler Smith, the Snowball Derby winner. He had to pass uh, a 35 car, Jake Garcia. He didn't, he, he didn't, you know, it wasn't like he started up front and drove away. He had to work for that one. So, yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be here. It's just a matter of getting funded and getting here and having well, a you car can't, ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can't just show up and buy three sets of tires and expect to make the race and do good because you're going to burn up. You got to have the money to buy tires to practice. Yep. You got to have money to buy, you know, have the extra rims, the extra shocks, the extra sway bars. You know, you're you're going to have to come here and learn this place. And the first time here, you're not going to do very well because it's she's a she's a funky old girl. She she's hard to get a hold of. Yep. Well, of of all the races that we just uh, mentioned, uh, rather than putting them ten to one, I think if we did a qualifying effort uh, from all those races, they would all be within maybe six one hundredths <laughs> apart yeah. maybe a couple thousands <laughs> you know and and i want to throw everybody in that mix for that race and all the directors and all the owners and and all the track and the drivers and the crew right. members and everything you are really what makes it happen right. and that's what we get out of it you know we enjoy talking about it we we enjoy seeing it and and reading about it and then talking about it and um you are the guys along with the fans yep. which we are uh, are the ones that, uh, that, that make it all happen. And that's why we're short track guys podcast. We, we want to talk about short track racing. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And we, we'd love for you guys that race dirt to get a hold of us. We'd love to get some of you dirt guys on here too. I, I think that would be cool because, hey, we love dirt racing too. It's fun to watch. Oh, exactly. But, uh, the door's wide open. Yeah. Yep. Any, anybody get, get a hold of us. But, uh, on a somber note, I have to bring this up. We, today we lost a, uh, Kind of a short track legend. He, he won, uh, an ARCA championship and he was a truck driver in the, in the truck series, won a race at Richmond. Um, Brad Keslowski's dad, Bob Keslowski passed away from cancer today. And, uh, we'd like to let the Keslowski family know we're thinking about him. They're in our thoughts and prayers. That's and, it. uh, we're sorry for your loss. Bob was a great man. I, I will never forget when Carl Edwards turned Brad at that bush race. I think it was in Iowa. And Brad got hit in cargo truck. Bob said, am I going to have to put on a uniform and go teach this kid a lesson? <laughs> I will never forget him saying that. But uh, God, God rest you, Bob. Uh, rest in peace, racer. Yeah. Amen. All right, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Ted. Too, Merry Christmas to you, Jim. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, our, our listeners out there. You know, we we say this and we became more of a, a – a, a, more appreciative of our support because it is our motivation, uh, your support. And, um, we couldn't do it without you and, uh, we appreciate it. And a Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas and check us out on Facebook and please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to us. That helps us move up the charts. Um, and, uh, we look forward to doing bigger and better things in 2022. Hopefully, maybe we'll do some YouTube stuff and you can actually see our ugly mugs. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be scary. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas, y'all, and 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 uh, have a great time. Enjoy time with your family and just remember the reason for the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much for listening. Good night.